Hey everyone, welcome back to a new podcast episode. I hope you are all having a great week, a great day, whatever day you're listening to this podcast. I hope it's been a lovely day for you. And if not, I hope that this podcast can bring a little light and a little love to your life um, and some encouragement in your walk with the Lord. So today's been a really good day for me. I've been really intentional about my health lately and just like walking, eating better. I've been actually prioritizing those things in my life. And honestly, guys, it makes such a huge difference. And like you feel it, you feel it in your mood, you feel it in your energy. You have way more energy when you start eating better. And it's so crazy to me because looking at all the food I used to eat, right? Like all the ingredients and everything. And just like, oh my goodness, like what was I doing? Because guys, I used to be a really big like snacker and I would always be ordering out, ordering Uber Eats. And it was so expensive, but like my craving just like had to be satisfied from those foods, um, which sounds so bad. And it was so bad, honestly. And I feel like that really affected my mental health too, because now eating clean and eating so much better like good food that's like nutritious for my body i have felt such a difference and and my mood has totally improved my energy levels i have way more energy i've also been drinking water because i wasn't the best water drinker before either so (laughs) overall i just wasn't doing good (laughs) i was not doing good health wise physical health wise But yeah, that's something that I have started to prioritize and I feel like it's something that you guys should all consider. I know it's not easy and I know it's a challenge to put your health, um, prioritize your health is what I'm trying to say. It's a challenge to prioritize your health and like make those efforts, but it's it's great and the results and the benefits and the, the perks of it are amazing and yeah i just wanted to share that with you guys just a little something that's been going on in my week and that i've been grateful for is going on walks um good nutritious healthy meals and guys like earth's food like all the vegetables that like the earth provides you know of course god provides but like that are from the earth right they're so good like they're so good Like, they have so much flavor. You just have to learn how to, like, cook them and, like, spice them up with all the spices. You know, some paprika, some salt, pepper. There's so many ways to eat good and, like, actually eat good. It doesn't have to be, like, gross healthy meals. Like, healthy food's actually so bomb, guys. And I didn't realize this before until I started actually eating healthy. And, like, all the flavor that it has is just so, so, so good. But anyways, I'm ranting here about something you guys probably don't even care about, but I just wanted to share that with you guys because, as I said, it's something that I'm really grateful for and excited about because I'm actually taking care of my body and our body takes care of us all the time. Like, our organs are working, our heart's beating, and it's just, like, our immune system's always protecting us and, like, fighting to to be healthy you know and we really don't care (laughs) we really don't care and we feed it whatever we give it whatever but it actually feels so good to just like take care of yourself and eat good and give yourself water like not dehydrate your body but anyways back to what i was trying to say oh and also another thing guys i've realized with doing these podcasts that i am not the best at like fluently not fluently flowing flowingly talking and like sharing a bunch of information like I have to like pause and like take breaths and like regroup my thoughts and like just think of what I'm gonna say but I realized with these podcasts that I can't keep doing that like I have to like speak like a good half hour a good 10 minutes because when it comes to editing these podcasts like I have took a crazy amount of time editing these podcasts and it's just too much like I my first podcast I would say I took like seven to eight hours to edit and it was just too much and not all at once it wasn't seven to eight hours all at once like I divided the time with different days but it ended up being like seven to eight hours of editing and I was just like oh my gosh like 
if I'm going to be doing this podcast for a long time, which is what I intend on doing, is that I realized that like I can't have so many cuts and pauses and I just have to get better at speaking like fluent, not fluent, (laughs) I keep saying fluently, but like flowing, you know, get into the flow of my speech and like just, is fluently the right word? I don't know if fluently is the right word, but you guys get what I'm saying. But yeah, my first podcast took me seven to eight hours to edit, which was just way too much. And I don't know, I'm probably rambling again. I'm sorry, guys. I'm pretty fairly new at this. I'm pretty much a new podcaster. So bear with me, guys. These are still the first few episodes. I'm trying to get into the hang of things. Um, We'll get there. (laughs) So today's podcast topic is loving well and loving others well and just loving people um i know it can be very hard at times to do this especially with so many different types of people and sometimes people make it really hard for us to love them but we will be going over all of that today um so i do have some verses i want to share with you guys but first of all i want to go ahead and say that we are called as believers, as Christians, as followers of Christ, as children of God to love people, including our enemies. And I know that can be very hard and challenging at times, but guys, we have to remember that we have God living within us to give us strength to to help us and to guide us through any challenges or struggles that we may be facing, even the struggle of loving people, even the struggle of loving our enemies. And I know that's such a huge and hard thing to do, but the world really just does need so much love right now. And people are hurting and broken and just empty left and right. Like everywhere you look, like deep down inside these people are going through it and you may not know what they're going through at home and I'm just I don't know I probably got way too ahead of myself right now but getting into the deep stuff at the beginning of this podcast but um yeah like people hurt people hurt people I'm sure you guys have heard that saying before that hurt people hurt people and it's so true so as followers and as believers in Christ and children of the Most High, we need to be that example, be that light in the world that it so badly needs and it's so badly longing for. Like even us at times, right? Even as believers, things hurt us and we're going through through things as well. Um, whatever, whatever we may be going through, like love is so needed love is so necessary in this world there is such a lack of love right now and i have seen this world be so divided and so mean this world is so mean and hateful and especially with the whole cancel culture thing it's just it's gotten really ugly and i don't think actually no i know that's not what god intended for it to be like and that's not what he intended for us to to be like or follow we can't be following the ways of this world especially with like cancel culture canceling someone just because they wronged us and i'm never speaking to you again right that whole mindset of like oh i'm never gonna speak to you again because you hurt me but guys seriously like who are we to tell people that they don't deserve forgiveness or that they don't deserve our forgiveness, right? Um, Who are we to tell somebody that they don't deserve our forgiveness because they wronged us? Like, seriously, who are we? We have a relationship with Christ because of his grace, because of his mercy, because of his love, and that's a love, grace, and mercy that we did not deserve. We don't deserve. But yet... He loves us so much that he made us right with the Father, that he made us children of God. He gave us the right to be called children of God because he is so good and so graceful and so loving. So I want to get into that topic today. Matthew 5, 43 
through 48 says, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You, therefore, must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. So this verse is kind of hard for us to do and kind of hard for us to live out, right? Without the help of God, it's it's very hard. But um, and depending also where you are in your walk, this could be a very hard thing to put into practice and to be intentional about. But it is so important to be intentional about what this verse is speaking of and what Jesus is saying in this verse. This is Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Verse 46 says, for if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Right? So it's it's kind of, it doesn't cost us to love those who love us. It costs us nothing. It's easy to love those people who love us back. It's easy to love the people who do right by us. It's easy to love our friends that treat us great. It's easy to love our family members that treat us great. It's very hard to love people who do us wrong and who you would think don't deserve our love. But again, who are we? Who are we to say that they don't deserve our love and our forgiveness? Um, When we've been forgiven by the Most High, when we've been forgiven by God himself, by the King of Kings, like literally, who are we? The only reason we have what we have is because of God. It has never been because of us. Um, So I think it's very important to be mindful and like watch out for that prideful attitude or arrogant attitude. Don't allow it to consume you. Don't allow it to take root in your heart. That's not something that should be taking root in your heart. You should allow humility and love and grace and mercy to just flow, you know? And of course that's hard to do. So we need the Holy Spirit. We need his ability. We need his love to flow through us. If that's not something that comes natural to you, and for most of us, (laughs) it doesn't come natural, grace and mercy and forgiveness. Um, We always want to point the finger. We're human and we just always want to be pointing the finger and saying like, no, you did this. We always want to point the finger, but it's so important, guys, to just give grace to people and love on people because like I said, if somebody hurts you, they are hurting so much more inside whether they realize it or not and whether they want to admit that to themselves or not there is something within that person that deeply hurt them and that they keep lashing out and hurting you or hurting whoever it is it's so important to love people and give grace and forgive and give mercy even when you don't feel like it that's what god calls us to do and we really do have to humble ourselves and remind ourselves of who we are we are redeemed we're not perfect we are redeemed we have been forgiven we have been saved by grace and we are children of god and again that's not something we did by ourselves that's a price jesus paid that's the price the king of kings lord of lords the most high god paid for us and again who are we who are we and that's something that a really good friend of mine told me um when i was struggling with forgiving someone in my life she told me but jessica who are we (laughs) who are we to hold grudges who are we to not forgive people and be loved be loving to people and who are we to 
point the finger and say that we can't extend forgiveness to whoever it is in our life. And it's so true that really brought me back down to earth because I was kind of getting in this like high horse. I was kind of getting on this like high horse mindset where where I was like, well, I never did this to that person and I would never have treated this person the way this person treated me. And my friend really just humbled me and she was like, but Jessica, who are we? Like, maybe you didn't sin against this person, but you've sinned against God multiple, billions of times, millions, billions, thousands, whatever, bunch of times in your life. And yet he loves you. And yet you get to have eternal life, even after sinning against him various times in your life every day, right? So in her telling me that, it just really hit me. And I was like, wow, no, literally, like who am I? Who am I to not extend grace and not forgive someone just because I didn't wrong them? Or I thought I was being good to that person, but in reality, and not wanting to extend forgiveness, we're sinning. We are sinning against that person and against God because God asks us that this is something that he asks of us. He tells us to forgive. He tells us to to love others. And when we hold resentment and anger within our hearts and bitterness, it's it gets ugly. Our heart becomes really ugly. There's this quote that I really like that says something along the lines of like, if we were just walking souls, right? If we didn't have our physical bodies, if we were just walking souls um, or spirits, um, what would would that look like? Would it be beautiful? Would your soul be beautiful? Would your spirit be beautiful? Or would it be a really ugly soul and spirit? Um, and I think those are attributes, unforgiveness, anger, and bitterness, and, and hatefulness, and resentment. Those are attributes that can make a person really ugly. And once that starts taking root in your heart and it starts to grow, um your heart can become really ugly and that's not something that god wants for us it's not something that he wants for his children it's not something that he wants for us to be carrying around and and treating people with with anger and bitterness and it it causes division and guys god is all about unity he's all about fellowship he's all about friendship and love within friendship and just brotherly and sisterly love a family type of love you know he does not like division and those things cause division unforgiveness causes division between you and whoever that is it causes division and that's what the enemy loves the enemy loves to divide friendships that were intended to be great and beautiful the enemy loves to cause division between the family in, in marriages. And that's something that is is huge, right? And like divorce too, it's, it's a division that he causes. Or sometimes our flesh even allows, our flesh gets in the way, right? Our own sinful nature. But we have to go to God and we have to ask him for his strength. Renew my heart, Lord. Make it clean align my heart with yours, allow me to forgive others, allow me to love others, allow me to just extend forgiveness even when I don't want to. I always think back to the story of, I'm going to have a little vulnerable moment with you guys and tell you guys one of my moments where I allowed my flesh to get the best of me, my sinful nature to get the best of me. And I look back on this story and I feel I mean, I don't want to say shameful, but I just wish I handled the situation in a better way. And I wish I had loved this person better. But I had this situation at Knott's Berry Farm. I actually had gone with my little sister that day. I think me and this lady were fighting over a table. I, and that sounds so silly, but it's it's the truth and it's what happened. I kind of, I, we didn't like fight, like yell at each other, that type of thing. Um, but we kind of like argued over this table. Um, and like I said, it wasn't yelling or cursing or anything like that, but 
it was like in kind of like an argument, like serious, like kind of rude thing that we both did. And we were fighting over this table because we were at Knott's Berry Farm, right? And all the tables were filled at this restaurant. They were all filled and we were just fighting over the table. And so we ended up both sitting at that table. Me and my little sister sat on one side of the booth or the table booth, whatever. And then her and her husband sat on the other side of the table booth. And I remember her husband um, extending grace to me and just loving me after seeing the way I was rude to his wife and kind of fought with her over the table. It sounds so silly, but I was really just so annoyed that day. And again, I was in my flesh when I could have just loved her the way God calls me to. But again, so back to the story, um, her husband saw that I needed more ketchup for my fries that I was eating that day. So he had extra packets of ketchup. So he tells me, oh, because I was telling my little sister, hey, I need more ketchup. So he saw me telling my little sister, like, hey, can you go get me some more ketchup? I asked my little sister because I had run, ran out of ketchup and she was on the outer part of the booth, right? So I was like, can you go get me some ketchup? And um, he, he noticed, of course, we're sitting at the same table. We were sitting at the same table and he saw what I, what I said to my little sister. Of course, he could hear. Um, so he was like, oh, I have some more ketchup. So he handed me some ketchup, some extra ketchup packets that he had. And that made me feel so like, wow, like I'm sitting here being bitter and being angry with this lady because we had to share the table and because she she didn't want to give me the table. And now I, I ended up sharing the table with this lady. And yet after the way I was rude to her, and her husband saw the way I was rude to her. He extended grace to me and he offered me some extra ketchup packets that he had. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I felt so like, what's the word? I'm trying to think. I felt so like sad. Like it really broke my heart that I was just so mean. And this guy was like, so nice. Like, I was just like, wow, like. I even after what I did, right, like after treating his wife the way I did, he was so sweet to me and he was so kind. And he said, hey, like I have some extra ketchup packets. Here you go. Do you want them? And I just <laughs> literally I think back on that day sometimes and like when it was fresher, I would literally cry. Um, This was around like two years ago, so it's not as fresh anymore, but even now it makes me a little emotional because I just remember being like so heated in that moment and so angry that this lady, like she was older, more mature than me. So I thought, okay, this lady's older than me. She's more mature. She should just let me have the table. She sees I'm here with my little sister. Like, why can't this grown woman give me the table, you know? And so I was so angry within my heart and I was just like so upset. And so seeing the way her husband treated me after that and seeing the way I treated his own wife and still extended grace and love to me, it just really like humbled me. And like I said, it made me really sad and like kind of broke my heart that I was so mean. So when they say kill them with kindness, you really can kill people with kindness because that made me so sad. I was like, wow, like. I could have done so much better. I could have been so much nicer and shown love, you know? And again, that's something that's so hard for us to do as people, but we have the Holy Spirit within us to give us the strength to do it, to empower us to do it, to do it through us. We just have to listen to God's voice and allow Him to move through our lives. And a lot of times God tells us like, hey, be nice. And we're like, no, this person's being really unfair. I want to be mean. And that was me that day. 
I really just wanted it to be my way and I wanted to win that table. <laughs> and again, it sounds so silly. Like, and, and that's how it is for most things. Like most of the things that we get stressed about or angry about, like they're so silly and so small, like road rage, right? That's another thing I have struggled with and I'm really working on. So guys, pray for me. <laughs> another thing I want to accomplish with this podcast is just being vulnerable and open with you guys and letting you guys know that we all struggle and we're all in this together but we have God right we have our Redeemer we have our Lord and Savior and we need to go to him but yeah that's one another thing that I struggle with is um road rage I'm not as bad at it anymore but just like when someone would cut me off in the road, I would literally get so angry. I wouldn't honk at them. I get mad within my own heart. I'm not the type of person to start cussing out a car or um, just start a whole a whole thing right with the car and like honk like crazy at them. That's not what I mean. What I mean when I say road rage is that I'll be really angry and hateful toward the person within my own heart. Um, without having to lower the window and like saying a bunch of things and and bad words have slipped out of my mouth in those situations um and that's another thing I'm working on because I know I'm not supposed to be having a potty mouth um worshiping the Lord and and sharing and sharing his word through my mouth but also allowing curse words to come out I know that's that's not something God likes and it it is a sin and that's something I'm working on but in those situations yeah words bad words would come out of my mouth and like I said I wouldn't lower the window but in my own car I'd be cussing at this person of course the other person can't even hear me but I'm sitting in my own car getting angry at the car in front of me or whatever and getting so bitter and mad within my own heart and and that's just not god's way we are called to love and i understand guys trust me i am one to understand that that is hard at times i am telling you guys these stories not to be a bad example to you guys but to say that i've been there i have struggled and i want to be completely vulnerable and transparent through these podcasts i don't want you guys to ever think that Jessica's so perfect, she doesn't sin, um, she doesn't have struggles or whatever, but no, I have totally <laughs> sinned, and I've, like I've said before, I sin daily, whether that be me being lazy, or me worrying about things going on in my day, worry is another big one, there's just lots of ways that we can sin, right? And I hope to show you guys that even when we're still struggling and still trying to overcome a certain sin and still trying to get past it, still trying to overcome it, conquer it, right? God still loves us. He's still there. Don't be so down on yourself that you haven't overcome a certain sin or whatever it is that you're struggling with as long as you are praying and God knows your heart, you know? You're not proud to be there. You're not, it's not something that you take pride in. Oh yeah, I never forgave this person. Or, oh yeah, I, I have road rage and that's what people deserve. That's not okay. As long as it's something that you realize that is not okay and you're, you've asked for forgiveness and you're making an effort to be better and you're praying to be better and relying on God's strength. Um, it's not to say that we'll never slip up because we live in this flesh and the flesh just gets in the way sometimes but it is to say that we're all in this together we are all working towards becoming more like christ and that is the goal that should be the goal we should be working towards becoming so loving well right um another verse i want to go over matthew twenty two thirty six to 40 says teacher which is the greatest commandment in the law Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments and it's 
so true guys this is true all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments if you are loving god with all your soul and all your heart and all your mind you are gonna love people well and you are gonna be living in a way that god has called you to and you're gonna be walking in his paths if if we live by these verses and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself a lot of times we are so quick to extend grace to ourselves but never to others love your neighbor as yourself going back to that knott's berry farm situation if i would have loved that woman as myself i would have gave her the table that's something that i wanted for myself i wanted that table for myself and for my little sister but if i had practiced this command that jesus gives us to love your neighbor as yourself i would have said yeah take the table i'll go find another one somewhere else at another restaurant whatever if i would have loved that person as myself i would have also extended grace it is so important to love others as ourselves and just put people first um put their their wants and needs first i know it is so hard especially in this day and age where putting yourself first above even god is so popular the whole self-love movement and guys i'm not opposed to self-love i think self-love is very important but um i think there's a very fine line where it can become idolatry of ourselves we can become our own god we can become very prideful and self-centered and selfish and just very focused on ourselves that we forget to love others. We forget to put God first and put God's will in ways above our own. And with this whole self-centered movement, self-love movement, it could become very godless um, I think it does become godless. Um, society has become godless, right? It's now the world, not that it hasn't been this way forever, which it has been this way forever, but I feel right now the self-love movement has made the world so much more, it's what I want and it's only what I want and it's what I want that goes and my way is the right way and my way is the truth. It's my truth it's my truth that matters. Um, and we just completely take God out of the equation. When I say we, I'm talking about society. The youth right now, I feel like this is a huge thing within the youth, um, is putting yourself first in a sense that is toxic and unhealthy and idolatry. You are idolizing yourself completely ignoring what the word of god says completely ignoring what he calls us to do and who he calls us to be we are to be imitators of christ we are to look like christ we are to imitate him and all he did and he was the greatest example of what it means to be humble and to love others because king of kings lord of lords god himself died for sinners i don't care how great you think you are how good you think you are i know you would not lay your life down for a killer or a serial killer or someone who who has committed so much sin we would not lay our life down for a really bad person but yet Christ, being perfect, laid his life down. He gave up his life and died on that cross for us. And he rose again. I heard this really great example um, recently from Maddie Pruitt. I don't know if any of you listen to Maddie Pruitt, but I love her. I, I think she's awesome. She's an amazing woman of God. But I heard her say this Um in a reel, in an Instagram reel, and I was just like, wow. I had never heard this comparison be made between John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16. So there's the book of John, and then there's the book of 1 John. So I'm going to go ahead and read John 3.16, which I'm pretty sure we all know 
But it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And 1 John 3.16 says, By this we know love, that he laid his life down for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers meaning our brothers and sisters we ought to lay our lives down john 3:16 talks about jesus laying his life down for us and first john 3:16 talks about us laying our lives down for others and that was just such a crazy revelation to me when i heard this for the first time i was like wow john 3:16 talks about our Savior laying his life down for us and saving us. And then 1 John 3.16 talks about us. It goes over us laying our lives down. And that was just a crazy revelation to me, a beautiful revelation, because they're both the book of John and they're both verse 3.16. Um, and they kind of, they go hand in hand, Right. We have been saved. We have been given grace. We have been given love and mercy. Now we are to give love and extend grace and give mercy to others. Going back to Matthew twenty-two thirty-six through 40, the greatest commandment in the law, right? The greatest commandments in the law, the first being love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Do each of us do this on the daily? Do each of us love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind every single day? I don't think so. I think with our flesh and us still being human beings, it's almost impossible to do that every single day and every second of the day. But we are to strive towards that. We are to be intentional to love him daily, every hour, every minute to do our best to follow his ways and to just love God and be imitators of him and to love God through our actions. If we're loving God through our actions, we will be loving others well. And again, love your neighbor as yourself. Put others before yourself, even in small ways. Call your friends, tell them, hey, how are you doing? Send them encouragement. Be there. Be the light in this world that the world needs. When you have friends who are unbelievers, be the, be the light in their lives. Show them what love looks like. Be their biggest cheerleader. Be the difference that this world needs. What greater way to show someone the love of Christ, the love of God, than to be exceptional. Love in a way that is exceptional and that points them to God. Your love towards that person points them to God because they're going to say, no one in my life has loved me as much as you're loving me right now. No one has treated me the way you are right now. What is different about you? What is going on? What is this? Philippians 2, 3-4 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you not look only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And this is something, again, that is so not normal anymore in today's world, in today's society. It's just not normal to count others more significant than yourself. It is so normalized to count yourself more significant than others. And again, guys, I'm not a get opposed to self-love. I think it is important to love yourself and, and take care of yourself and guard your heart. But God calls us to count others more significant than ourselves. And that is, again, something that is so hard for us to do. But it's a mindset that we have to get into and like switch, be transformed by the renewing of our mind to believe his word and to know that his word is true 
and to know that his word is good and to know that when he asks us to do something, it's because it's going to be the best outcome and it's going to honor him. It's going to be pleasing to God. It's his will. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. In humility, that is something that we need to pray for and ask of God to bring about, bring to fruition in our life is humility humbleness to have a humble heart create a humble heart in me lord allow me to be humble i don't want to be prideful i don't want to be arrogant i want to be humble and lay my life down for others the way you did for me god and i'm not saying any of this in a unhealthy way where it's like you allow abuse or you allow just toxic really toxic behavior that shouldn't be allowed that is never okay. Abuse is never okay. And if that's ever a case, um, help should be seeked and healing should be seeked. But, but what I am saying is to count others more significant. Um, how's your day going? Do you need help today? What can I do for you? How can I pray for you? When somebody does wrong you, you something you can even ask that person is, like, are you okay? Like, is, is something going on? Like, what's going on in your day? Like, are you okay? What's what's wrong? And usually, there is something wrong within that person's own heart that they're struggling with, that they're trying to work with, that they're going through. We really don't know the type of days people have had before seeing us or before seeing that person that day or the type of week or the type of years they've had. The world is so broken. People's lives are so broken. So it is so important to just love people well and give grace and extend mercy and be patient and kind. Um, that's another verse I want to go over. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Verse 8, love never ends, right? So guys, we gotta learn to be patient. Pray, pray for God to transform your heart. Ask God. When you are asking according to his will, he's gonna give you that. He's gonna answer your prayer. If you are asking God, create a clean heart in me. Make me humble. Allow me to be patient. I want to be kind. I want to love people well. Allow me to be somebody that loves well and loves in a way that reflects you, Lord, and makes them look back at you, makes them look to you. God's going to answer your prayer. He wants us to look like him. He wants us to be imitators of him. He's not going to let you stay this way forever. Yes, it may be a process or it could also be a radical transformation within your heart where you just have a supernatural and and god-given patience towards people and love and maybe that's something that he'll gift you with but for most of us (laughs) it is a process so don't be impatient with yourself through that process know that god is working within you because that is what you are seeking You are not seeking to say the same. You are not seeking to remain in a sinful heart posture. If you are seeking and praying to be more like him, he's going to answer your prayer. If you ask according to his will, which it is his will, you will receive. So yes, as children of the Most High, as followers of Christ, we are called to love well and to love others, even our enemies, even people we don't want to love, we are called to love them too. Because again, guys, like I said, at the end of the day, that person is hurting inside. They may have a really angry face, they may look really mean, and they may actually be really mean. But there is a reason behind that. And there is hurt within them that causes them to be hurtful towards others. So with that in mind, we need to love people. We need to 
be the light we need to show people love doesn't matter where it is whether that's at work with customers whether that's with your own co-workers whether that's with your bosses i know people stress us out <laughs> i know people really can really get under our skin and i've been there and i'm not gonna say that i'll never be there again because i'm sure there'll be moments where my flesh really wants to just act up But we got to choose God. We got to love God. We got to choose forgiveness. We got to choose grace. We got to choose love. We got to choose Jesus. We got to abide by his word. We got to abide in him. We need to be imitators of Christ. What would Jesus do? And like I said, sometimes all you really need to do is ask that person, are you okay? Genuinely care to know, is that person okay? Is there anything I can do for you? Would you like me to pray for you? Would you like me to pray with you? Is there something you're struggling with that I could help you with? Are are you okay? And that's not usually our first reaction when someone treats us badly. It's not caring for that person, but it is important to love people. And sometimes loving people is just not responding to their anger to their bitterness to their rudeness whatever it is sometimes it's just not responding it's just staying quiet it's turning the other cheek and not fighting back yeah just being kind guys and it is important to love our people well as well our friends our family how can i help you this is something i need to work on within my own life this is something that i have been wanting to do for a long time and i try to do it here and there but i could be way better at doing this is just loving my close people well and again my family members my close friends being there for them showing them the love of god right forgiving them and I think a really great thing to do is to pray to God for him to just fill our hearts with his love the love that he gives to others to fill us with that same love fill our hearts with that same love the love that he loves us with Lord allow me to love others with your love Please fill my heart with your love, with your grace, with your mercy so I can better love others, so I can love others better. Be there for your friends, be there for your loved ones, be there for your family, be there for even strangers and be careful with this. But I'm saying be there for strangers like, um, I don't know if you guys watch Jimmy Darts on Instagram, but I love Jimmy. And he is a great example of loving people well. And I saw him say one time on a podcast, I think it was Sadie Robertson's podcast. And he said like, just allowing the person in line at the grocery store go in front of you. Or you guys know this one is paying for the person in front of you in line, paying for their Starbucks or paying for their order. Um... There's a lot of ways that we can love people and represent Christ and and share share Christ through those things. Maybe that person was having a really bad day and they'll say, oh my gosh, thank you for allowing me to, to go ahead in line. Or maybe you pay for their Starbucks and they'll say, oh my goodness, thank you so much for paying for my Starbucks. Why did you do this? You can share a little testimony. I'm trying to love better. It's what my God calls me to do. It's something that... I'm trying to be more intentional about and I just wanted to share a little bit of love with you today. There are many ways to love others and many ways to be patient and kind and extend grace to those in our life. And these are things that God calls us to do. But I think being intentional and even doing the small things for others, little things that to us seem really little and insignificant can be huge and can make someone stay. Let's love well, be imitators of Christ, and just love, guys. The world needs love. People are hurting, people are broken, and as smiley and as happy they may appear on the outside, we all have our own struggles. Life is not perfect for anybody. So let's love, let's forgive, let's give grace, let's give mercy, let's remain humble 
Guys, let's remain humble. Love is not arrogant. Don't allow those behaviors, attributes, and characteristics to take root in your heart. And if you feel like they are taking root in your heart, pray. Ask God to completely transform and renew your heart to remove those ugly feelings, those ugly sinful ways to remove them from the root. Yank them out, Lord. Please um, make my heart aligned with yours. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. We pray for the people we love all the time. We're always praying blessings over them and, and peace and joy and guidance and just all the best. We're always praying the best for the people we love. But pray for your enemies too, guys. Pray that God would move in their life. Pray that they would get to know the Lord. Pray that they would be healed from whatever is causing them to be mean and bitter and hateful. Pray for your enemies. As hard as it is and as hard as that sounds, it'll bless them and it'll bless you to pray for them. Your heart towards them will start to change and it'll be a beautiful experience within your own heart and for them. Praying blessing over their life even when you don't even want to extend that grace or pray for your enemies. But pray guys, remain humble and love well. So that's it for today's podcast. I hope that today's podcast blessed you and just kind of reminded you that we are called to love well and this is what we are called to do. It is the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. That says everything, guys. Out of all the law, and we went over this in the last podcast, the law, the Torah, the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible consist of 600 plus commandments and this is the second greatest commandment the first greatest commandment is love the lord your god with all your soul all your heart and all your mind and the second greatest is love your neighbor as yourself so let's do that let's obey god as much as it costs us let's do that be humble and love your neighbor as yourself second greatest commandment that says a lot (laughs) but okay guys thank you so much for listening to today's podcast i pray that it blessed you and i pray that you go out today and just love and i pray that you would be intentional in your actions and your decisions in the way you treat others and the way you respond to others and situations that will come about We're all in this together. We're all becoming more like Christ. We're all praying to become more like Christ. So my fellow brothers and sisters, believers, followers um, of Jesus, let's do that. Let's love our neighbors as ourselves. So again, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day or week or (laughs) night, whatever time you're listening to this and I will talk to you guys in my next podcast. Bye!